Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. Today is Thursday, June 9th, 2022. Mm -hmm. Nice, bright, sunny day in Detroit. I hope yeah. everyone is having a nice, bright, sunny trading day so far. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing great. Doing great. Fred was made a little cameo in our Stocks to Watch podcast yesterday. Yep. Here's his portrait. Oh, I was wondering what that was. I thought it's actually Fred. it was an elephant, like because of the reflection. I couldn't <laughs> tell. I, I like that. That's awesome. Two Fred cameos in two days. You're gonna have to start getting some of your animals on air. I know. Steve. I know. I'll have to start finding them and showing them off. <laughs> they're all they're all still sleeping. Benzinga's daily Sox Watch podcast is a place where you can get at least five trading ideas every single day. Five. Handpicked by the Benzinga Pro News Desk team. We've got these on our radar. Maybe there was a big news item overnight or this mm -hmm. morning. Maybe we're expecting a big news item over the next day or two. Maybe we're just noticing some increased investor discussion about a stock. Maybe we're just mm -hmm. noticing some odd volatility or volume happening on an issue. We've got yeah. them on our radar. We want you to consider if you should maybe get them on your radar also. How was that for an intro, Steve? That was great. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Either being chattered about, being traded, being looked at, being discussed in some way, you know. And we're going to tell you why. You know, there's it could be one of many reasons, and and you know, we'll go through it. We're going to give you a quick preview of our five stocks to watch for the day, and then we are going to dive into each of them a little bit further. If you like this information and you want to get it daily, you should. There's some good ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can get it exclusively on Benzinga Pro if you go to pro.benzinga.com. Open a news tool and yep. type in phrase stocks to watch. You mm -hmm. can see that this, a lot of the content that we're going to talk about is published, importantly, before market open. Yep. The advantage of the podcast, however, is that we go into more depth of information it's a little nice discussion forum mm -hmm. venue. So why not give a little bit more info? Yep. All right, folks. Our first stock to watch for today is Roku, R-O-K-U. Number two is Zendesk, Z-E-N. Number three is Spotify, the sticker spot, S-P-O-T. Number four is a company called Applied UV. It's ticker A-U-V-I. Steve, I feel like we have talked about AUVI on the podcast before. We have. We have. Okay, definitely. cool, cool. And then our last stock to watch for the day is Sentai Bio, S-N-T-I. What is going on with Roku? There was a, a little intriguing report mm -hmm. yesterday on Roku and Netflix, right, Steve? Yeah, we're on room. We're in Rumorville again. You know, we've been Rumorville. We've been discussing, you know, rumored M and A, rumored takeovers. Like honestly, I feel like the last few weeks there's been a lot of these. Maybe, um, maybe you know the. Uh, I mean, we're getting into the summer months. We're in. Mm -hmm. um, we're in into a summer month. Maybe yeah. investors, maybe traders, are like looking for more reasons. I wonder yeah. if that has anything to do with we're, it. We're in a lull, right? Earnings are have have dissipated. Yeah, summer months. 
since you know probably lower value and people going yep. on vacation that's it you know um you know th- less things happening less business happening um and so yeah so roku r-o-k-u there's rumor a business insider report that netflix that, that internally within roku yeah uh, the the people there were speculating that netflix could possibly take them over um uh-huh. the the title of the business insider article was Inside Roku, talk is heating up about an acquisition by Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, whether, uh, whether I mean, you would think that internally there's, there's sentiment, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, whether inside a company they're talking about something means that it comes true or not, you know, that that's not a yeah, given, right? Exactly. And a key bank analyst had some comments, some pretty good commentary out here. I think you have that note. Yeah, let me pull up the note really quick. So, you know, what happens a lot of times after a big news catalyst, earnings, certainly, uh, M&A that is completed or confirmed, rumors, mm-hmm. what will happen is usually, I mean, these these research notes, you know, there's a lot that goes into these research notes. There's a lot that goes into sell-side research in general. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, a sell-side firm or an analyst won't be able to turn around a note, do some good research, get it into a nice format of a note and get it turned around like in the same day of a news item happening so here we go today the report was yesterday and it was like earlier yesterday right see yeah yeah so the the analyst you know in this case a key bank analyst had all of yesterday and this morning to get out some research and here we go this morning a key bank analyst uh justin patterson is his name kind of downplaying the Mm -hmm. report from Mm -hmm. business insider a few good reasons and like i said pulling up that note really quickly got the note here uh kind of like three sections to the analyst downplaying this report and i'm just gonna read from you uh read the note here um as as plainly as this we don't think a deal is likely three reasons number one Netflix has explicitly stated it is focused on content and will lean on partners for ad tech. Okay. Roku, of course, yeah. doesn't have a ton of like content related, may- maybe any, I'm not sure. True. Number two, it says it invites channel conflict. Roku generated about 83% of its 2021 sales from its platform revenue. That's basically, you know, the software that a lot of streaming services host on, right? Yeah primarily composed of advertising that platform revenue is primarily composed of advertising if a change of control were to occur we believe large streaming services would likely revisit their channel strategies so analyst is kind of highlighting here that this would shock the industry and Mm. sometimes industries need a shock Mm -hmm. sometimes a shock in an industry you know upsets a lot that's going on Yep. If you think that streaming companies, streaming in general, is starting to hit a stride or maybe has already hit a stride, this analyst is kind of saying like the companies wouldn't really want to necessarily mess up that, sure. that stride. Our third reason here by KeyBank analyst Justin Patterson, for Roku, it arguably makes sense. It makes more sense to maintain its position. We believe Netflix moved into... Uh, video on demand creates two opportunities. Netflix can now be monetized. And B, we believe the shift from linear to digital ad dollars likely accelerates unless Netflix is willing to acquire Roku for a substantial premium. Mm. Roku is arguably better served staying independent. 
Interesting. So there, he's he's making an argument not only, you know, against Netflix, but for Roku. Yeah, right? Roku wouldn't wouldn't want this deal. Exactly, exactly. And I haven't checked Roku's share price since the market opened a few minutes ago. Let's take a quick look. It's down around three and a half percent right now. Okay, so that's below a hundred dollars. When I was looking at Roku earlier, see the stock was up like a percent or so in pre market. Okay lot lighter volume i'm sure when i looked yep. at i think like 7 30 a.m eastern time or something like that but yeah we are seeing a little bit of profit taking here maybe because of these key bank analysts maybe because investors are kind of just digesting this more i mean roku responded to this you know yep. the stock was up what eight or nine percent yesterday yes we're seeing some profit taking this morning the stock's still up a good six percent following this so yeah. you know the street isn't completely discounting this the stock's still up a good six percent or so from where it was trading yesterday yeah yesterday in the pre-market around 6 6 a.m wednesday stock was around uh 90 it said 93.79 uh and then it opened around 97 so it opened up around you know four dollars above that and then it moved to a high of 105 yesterday so you know, about five bucks higher than that. And so, and now we're back down to 98. So we're still above where it opened yesterday. Yep. Um, yep. You know, even, so yeah, it looks like either um, some profit taking, some smart profit taking, or the, the market kind of doesn't really think this, this merger is well, you know, so super serious. Wh- where did you say that it opened yesterday, Steve? 95? It opened around 90, uh, 97, 98. So, I mean, if, if today we look at the stock and the stock is trading at, 96 or 97 then then maybe you do go like okay yes maybe the market has discounted this but the stock trading about 98 dollars there's still a good dollar you know premium from where when we first heard about this news market not totally discounting this but an analyst throwing a little a little cold water on on the chatter definitely a good little give and take there Exactly. Our stock to watch number two is Zendesk, Z-E-N. This was a company that got some, a stock that got some upside recently because its board said that they were going to review strategic alternatives. Mm-hmm. As a news guy, Steve, you know that when a company's management says we're going to review strategic alternatives, it's probably one of the quickest catalysts that there are out there, right? Yeah, like, you know, um, you have... Uh, offerings, you have buybacks, and you got strategic mergers and strategic reviews. Because usually, yep. strategic reviews—I mean, not always—but most of the time, they're like firing a bunch of people, right? They're firing a bunch of people, leading to some kind of yeah, a restructuring. They're yeah. selling some important asset that they want to monetize exactly. better. They're selling the company outright. Yep. So yep. Zendesk um, today. Let's let's check the stock real quick. They did have some news and update on the strategic review. Uh, they said that we are going to remain as an independent company. We completed yep. the strategic review and we didn't like what we saw. We're going to remain as a, uh, as our own company. Yep. Shares were down about four percent right after this news item hit this morning. Let me see if I can spot they, when the news hit. Yeah, you can definitely tell it was around eight twenty four. Cool. I think I see a press release at 8.30 a.m. like on the nose. And so right after that news, the stock fell about 4%. Shares are now down about 12%. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, you know, it's, it's down around 10 bucks right now. Yeah. So the, you know, investors showing here that they were hopeful for this strategic review. 
they yeah. aren't super excited about Zendesk here, knowing that they're going to remain independent moving forward. And usually when these strategic reviews are completed, they they'll say, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to save X amount of money by cutting yeah, yeah, yeah. X amount of jobs or whatever. Right. And they basically, for this one, they just ended it going, we're good staying as we are. So basically no change, right? So they spend all this point, time, Steve. no change, which means no cost saving, right? So people, you know. Maybe yeah. maybe the street would have loved if they would have went a little bit further and say, yeah. hey, here's a little outlet. Here's a little outline. Here's a little bit of our plan sort of yep. thing. Exactly. Good good point there, Steve. All right. Stack to watch number three. Spotify. Spotify had um, an investor day yesterday. So again, um, not always like a hard catalyst, but always an, uh, something to follow when, when, a, usually, when a company like this. Usually new and from some kind of new information, even yeah. if it's reiterating, reaffirming mm-hmm. information that they already gave, a company manager will at least go like, okay, remember that guidance that we had a mm-hmm. few, a few mm-hmm. months ago? We're, we're cool with that still. I think that, you know, there are certain companies where the investor day is definitely more important. I would say Spotify is, is te- they tend to do give guidance, they give figures, you know, they had some really good info yesterday. You know, um, uh, Snap is another one of those where the investor day is yeah. kind, of a, kind of a big deal. They make product announcements. Um, but Spotify yesterday, you know, um, yeah, had their investor day all day. You know, they mm-hmm. said, you know, that they're investing a lot in podcasts. They said the podcasts were going to be profitable in the next two to three years. Um, but again, a, a note out from KeyBank on this. Same uh, same guy. Same analyst. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Justin yep. Patterson. Thanks for the great research overnight, Justin. Yeah. Uh, reiterating, Justin, reiterating the equivalent of a buy rating and overweight rating on Spotify has a $210 price target. Some takeaways from Spotify's Investor Day by Justin here said, uh, the Investor Day confirmed that music margins are even higher than we expected, about 100 basis points above where he had been anticipating previously. That's okay. that's notable. Yeah. Also, sure. podcast margins, as I think you hinted at, mm-hmm. Steve, podcast margins should inflect in the coming years. While we expect skepticism on management's long-term goal of about 100 billion euros in sales, 40% gross margin, and 20% operating margin, we believe simply ramping revenue and gross margin is sufficient performance. Again, analysts maintaining a equivalent of a buy rating here on Spotify yep. following the investor day. All right, stock to watch number four is... Applied UV, it's ticker AUVI in the pre-market session. Shares were up like 40 or 50%, I think. Let's check since the market has opened. Stack is up about 65% here. One of this morning's largest winners and a company distribution partner won a contract to be the sole provider of the Aeroside air purification system. And... Mm -hmm. We have talked about AUVI in what capacity on the podcast before, Steve? I don't think we talked about, I'm asking because I don't believe we talked about this air purification. I think that the way we have talked about it is uh, they have like the copper coating uh, technology. I don't, I don't think so. So they have a product that is like a, a mirror that, uh, spreads light and the light will disinfect surfaces right 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 and right. this is like a major application in the hospitality 
industry. Mm -hmm. There's, there's like companies that are considering putting these mirrors in place and you know, it'll like clean out a whole room sort of thing. Yeah. This arrow side system is like a filter. It's a little like sleek box. It looks really nice to be honest. Mm -hmm. You could absolutely have one in your home. It would like look, it would look fine. It would look nice. And it's just this filtration system. It's like a square around the filtration system filters air in kicks out clean air. And the, again, there was a, a contract for one of the company's distribution partners. Here's, here's the, the crux of this though. Yes. Mm -hmm. A cool idea, you know, maybe a new product that they haven't had a ton of exposure on before, but folks, this is a low float name. Yeah. Absolutely. Has about seven and a half million shares in its float. And if you watch the podcast regularly, you know, Steve and I love to highlight when there is a low float name that's not moving on anything. Mm -hmm. We also love to highlight when a low float name is moving on some news and investors can go, yes, look, the sack should be up 70% today. They had this news item. Yeah. And Yes, yes, this is real. Of course, this is an actual news catalyst. But I mean, this is also a way for investors to sort of like throw a distraction and go like, yeah, there was news. Yeah, this mm -hmm. actually up 70 now 6%. Yep. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of trading that's happening in this issue today. Is there trading happening right now based on this fundamental news item? I don't know. Probably not. I think that news has kind of been like digested. Now this issue is kind of just like a nice little trading vehicle for a lot of traders here this morning. Yeah, it was it was at around one seventy five this morning uh, before the news hit, and it moved up to around two sixty, so a, a good dollar gain. But mm -hmm. it's trading at above three dollars right now, so a good yep. forty five cents, fifty cents above where it was after the market kind of figured out where the, where the pricing was in, like you were saying that, that, you know, it's, it's kind of already digested. I mean, I think the high it hit, yeah. 275 seems to be like where the market was kind of thinking it, it was. And now it's, you know, fairly above that and continuing yeah. area up 75, yep. 76%. A little trading happening in this issue. I think well, let's check it. Exactly. Let's check volume here super quickly too, before you jump yeah, to yeah. the last one, Steve. So volume, I see using my Benzinga pro. Oh my Lordy. It says, uh, Average daily volume over the last 100 days, about 2 million shares traded in AUVI, a penny stock. Yep. Uh, 42 million shares have already traded Oh, my today. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all you really need to know is that this right. thing is, is kind of going crazy today. So it's going to probably see some pretty big swings. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Steve. Finish us off with our last stock to watch. Right before I do that, I you were asking for a cameo for, for an animal. Honey right here s snuck into my lap uh, <laughs> midway through the podcast and has been just chilling. Is it, so, is it a he or she? He, he, honey. Yeah, he's, 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 a, like, he's like, oh, gosh, on camera again. Yeah, here go boy, go. honey. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> he just sits in my lap for like a good hour. Oh, please don't step on my camera cord. If I lose... <laughs> It's the, thing, it's the one thing he does. He's he like steps on my camera cord and it just disconnects. So we we're, good, we're good. We didn't lose the feed. <laughs> thanks All right. for thanks for that cameo. Very Absolutely. nice to see Honey um, around. Yeah, no, he's he's the best. Yeah. Um. So our last stock to watch for today is Sentai Bio S N T I. This one was interesting, and you were really excited about this one. And you know, this one is where the science goes over my head a little bit. So you yeah. have to help me with this one. You were trying to explain it. You did a great. You know. You know this. 
I'm sure you did a great job. I am still not there, so you can try <laughs> again. But this is a SPAC that basically um, had a deal with uh, Sentai Bio. I'm not sure what the SPAC was before, but now it's going to trade under ticker SNTI, and uh, it's it's trading today, right now. Today was um, the first day. Yep, that today's it, that, the first day. Yep, and it's trading around seven seventy four right now. But what okay. is this? What does this company do? Sentai Bio. So they describe themselves as building a synthetic biology platform that may enable us to program next generation cell and gene therapies with what we refer to as gene circuits. So I am I am not a biologist, but I did some quick research on this. Seems like it's kind of like the opposite of genomics. Um, if genomics is using mostly like uh, like actual pieces of biological material when they're doing their gene editing, this is focused on synthetics. So they are, you know, building little parts of a DNA strand and combining them with an actual DNA strand to, mm -hmm. you know, modify something. Um, interesting part here is that they're focused on cancers. They have a few okay. preclinical candidates. Yeah. Uh, you know, emphasis preclinical. They don't have anything that is in a clinical trial as of right now. Um, but they have, you know, like a candidate that they're going to be focusing on uh, lymphoma, um, leukemia, forms of cancer. And, you know, this is, again, very, very, very early stage. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, highlight this company as seemingly doing something innovative with this, what they call gene circuits. Mm -hmm. But also a little disclaimer here, Steve, we've been seeing, and you know, this isn't necessarily an IPO, but it's right. becoming an issue today. Steve and I have been watching, you know, the IPOs over the last, what, few months? I'd say the last like two, maybe three months. Yeah. Two, two or three months. IPOs have been going crazy when yes, they so open for trade. The only way to put it is it's actually crazy. You know, even even these SPACs that that are, you know, they tend to open exactly at $10, they're priced at $10. They open usually at 9.99, 10.01, right. 10.04. Right. You know, we've seen a couple of those go to $20 and stuff like, you know, it's it's just kind of crazy. I've been doing this kind of reporting since 2007. And mm -hmm. in those years, IPOs have opened and they've traded around the, mm -hmm. the price and, you know, they, they go off and they, they do their, they do their IPO thing. They do their stock thing in the last two or three months. We, it, it's pretty much been a guarantee that if a new issue is going to open by an IPO, there will be at least four or five circuit breakers yeah. that affect the stock. To Which the upside, is, usually. Usually to the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily something that no. I noticed, but I, I, I believe you. Um, it shouldn't work this way. No. You know, I think the, un, the underwriters want to go for liquidity, fluidity in the trading. I think that's probably the most important thing that an underwriter will be focused mm -hmm. on when they are, you know, bringing an issue to the market is having smooth trade. Has not been the case for IPOs over the last, two or three months. I don't know what the heck the deal is. I don't know if it's something that yeah. the underwriters are doing or aren't doing. I don't know if it's a function of market dynamics right now. I have not wanted to imagine trading an IPO on yeah. its first or second day of trade. It seems like it has been an absolute mess. So totally. yes, a company that, you know, is again, doing something seemingly innovative here. I would maybe like watch this thing, 
see how it trades over the next week or two weeks. If you're intrigued, do a little bit more research on it. Maybe let the trading as a new issue kind of cool down before you get anything crazy into this one. Yeah, it looks like this one is not getting a ton of value, not super, super crazy state. Maybe people don't realize it's like a new issue today. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe once that circulates, something happens. But, you know, this era kind of reminds me, well, not exactly, but like, you know, when Uber IPO'd, it was kind of a big deal that they screwed up, right? That, that, that the underwriters... Uh, you know, uh, kind of priced it, mispriced. Yeah, they they mispriced say. it. They opened it as as you and I talked about, like too early, right? They they were they kind of rushed the IPO. There was that gap, and it kind of stumbled and kind of had a, this crazy volume right right out of the gate. And that was a big deal. Then we talked about that a lot, where, yeah. where it was like, wow, I can't believe they screwed this up. And it seems to be happening with every. It's like a normal everyday occurrence now, which is just mm -hmm. kind of wild. Kind of, kind of unfortunate, but also, yeah. you know, we're, we're here to give you a, a little warning and, you know, something that you said there a minute ago, Steve, about maybe this is just something that is kind of like flying under the radar a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good reason to tune in exactly. to the Socks to Watch content because we are focused on these on at, at least one or two each day. We're trying to find something that is a little bit more under the radar. The the take on Roku, the take on Netflix. I don't know that this sentiment from key bank analyst Justin Patterson has been circulated. We've yep. heard about this rumor, of course, yesterday. Has everybody heard about this analyst's take on it? I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. No, I, I certainly hadn't. And I think Roku Netflix was kind of one of the talk of the talk of the town yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with Friday's edition. Yeah. Friday. It's Friday. Woo. Friday, woo. Maybe some oh, options. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little, a little tease there. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, everyone have a great trading day. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price ba -da -ba -ba -ba. did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10 percent or more result from a single news headline that's right News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. 
All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.